I used to think it doesn't matter what you eat as long as you're super active. And I used to be very active and I would eat whatever I want, McDonald's, Harvey's, any kind of fast food without thinking about it. And for years, I could get away with that, right? But I didn't realize that that stuff was actually damaging inside uh, my body, even if physically as a younger man, it didn't appear to be. Um, so that was a big wake-up call. I was like, wow, if I keep on going in that trajectory, um, that leads to a lot of health issues. Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. Today, we're speaking with one of our very own Fit Father brothers, Gordon Paquette. He lives in Ontario, Canada. He's knocking on the door of his 50th birthday this year, and he's used the Fit Father Project, starting with the free stuff and then moving into old school muscle, to drop over 50 pounds. And he did it very quickly. And even more so than that, he's now transitioned to building muscle on old school muscle and working on his strength. And Gordon is a man who's had a lot of challenges in his life. He's had several injuries from his youth, from doing all sorts of fun but irresponsible stuff, whether it's climbing ropes or doing things on dirt bikes. And he carried a lot of this pain physically with him. And that physical pain of hurt shoulders, bad knees kind of turned into a mindset of limitation of I shouldn't do this, of I can't do this. And, you know, when we stop moving and we become fearful, like that's kind of the downslide. But that obviously wasn't the end of Gordon's story. He's he's here to share a message of hope. And he's heading into his 50th year of life, just astounded with how strong and fit he is. He's running on a treadmill now. He has abs. He's pushing his strength on old school muscle. And his son, Theo, thinks his dad is buff and he's so proud of him. And so this is a special conversation. And they're all special, but I truly mean that. This is a special one. Just the energy that Gordon brings to this. He also shares some wisdom from his indigenous roots. I think it's from his indigenous roots about the pace of life and the presence that we should cultivate um, as we move through all of our journeys, that we can't be in a rush because we're here and now. And when we walk this path, our higher path as we're called to, great things happen. Many blessings happen and stuff that we couldn't even predict was possible. So Gordon, as you're listening to this, I'm so proud of you. And congratulations on all the miles behind and the road ahead. I'm really excited. Let's get into today's episode with Fit Father Gordon Paquette. All right, Gordon, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project podcast, my friend. I'm so happy to have you here. Hi, Dr. A. It's great to meet you. Yeah, it is great to meet you too. I, I always have fun in these types of conversations, especially in conversations like this, where I'm speaking to a man that's had really remarkable results in a short period of time that I can only partially attribute to the program, but largely to your diligence and effort. And so I'm excited to hear about your journey and your story. But first off, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to all the guys that are listening to this, your name, your age, where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about your family and what you do for work. So my name is Gordon Paquette, um, uh, French Ojibwe descent. I live in Canada, Strathroy, Ontario. I'm 49 years of age until November. I'll hit 50 proudly uh, nice. in the condition that I'm in. Um, I'm a teacher. I've been teaching for six years now language, um, an indigenous language to communities and uh, to schools in the area um, and university course levels as well. So I've been really enjoying that. That part of my uh, success of this uh, Fit Father program has been a, just a wonderful addition to all the other successes that I've nice. been experiencing. 
That's beautiful. I want to, I want to take a minute to, to just dig in a little bit more to your personal background and history. You're, you're of truly strong Native American roots. I mean, this is, this is true. And now you're, you also speak indigenous languages and you teach these to people, not something I've come across. Can you speak into that a little bit more? Yeah, I was raised in Northern Canada in a very remote community where everybody spoke Ojibwe as the language. And um, in the United States, it's referred to as Chippewa. Um, so I, I absorbed that language. And really, it hasn't come into much use besides to speak to my family until recently with all the revitalization efforts in Canada, particularly, I think, uh, the U.S. has a lot, a lot of programs going on like that too. So these uh, languages don't die out; they're endangered languages, and fewer and fewer people speak it. So I've, without realizing it, I was blessed with the this language to be able to share it to young people who are eager to learn it and older people as well. So I've got a seven-year-old boy. I didn't mention. Uh, he is also learning it, which fills my heart with with pride, right? He, um, so, and everything I'm doing right now is about him, right? This program and just staying healthy and sharing culture and language. Absolutely beautiful, brother. That's, that's really great to hear. And so this program has helped you profoundly transform your body in a relatively short period of time. How many months have you been on the program? I've been on the program since December 14th. 2021. So roughly a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the weight loss portion, what re- like what results did you have in what time frame? So that is um, the part that I was most impressed with, right? Because I've had so many injuries in the past. I dropped 50 pounds from December 14th. Um, and it took me four months to do that. Um, I don't remember the date, but four months to drop 50 pounds and get to an ideal weight following this program to a T for fear that I might, uh, my injuries may prevent me from carrying on. Um, I did it as fast as I could. That's awesome. And now you're pursuing old school muscle and getting stronger and building muscle. Is this correct? It's correct. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't believe it. That is, that blows my mind. I've had a lot of injuries that we can talk about. Yeah, well, you mentioned injuries a few times. Let's dial into that. Cause I think a lot of guys can relate for different reasons. Like what's been your history with your body? What's been some of the obstacles on that front? Um, I started off like everybody healthy, um, high school, uh, I did hit some weights for a little while and I got really strong. I left high school in grade 10, um, to pursue more manual labor type jobs because that's what I enjoyed doing was just being active physically all day long. I enjoyed eight hours a day at work that way. Right. As although I love reading, I, I did that in my spare time. Um, but being that strong and young and taking it for granted that I wouldn't be young forever, I was reckless with my activities. Like I've, uh, mountain biked like crazy. And in doing that, I've injured my collarbone. I've injured, separated my shoulder. Um, the worst of the injuries was I fractured my lower lumbar in 2007, roughly. Mm -hmm. So that was the injury that took me out of the being naturally active. Um, was that on a bike or was that work related? That was a different story. That was um, related to uh, me and my brothers used to take a rope out to this tree out in the woods to climb it, to see, you know, compete with one another, to see who could do that the quickest, right? And at all. Um, and that was when I was a teenager, up till about 19. 
Um, so we could do that. And then I, after these injuries, I lost weight. I decided I was going to do what I was doing in high school, just kind of mind my business, start exercising. And I thought I would challenge myself with doing that, but I was 34 or 35. I wasn't 19 anymore. So I went and tried doing the exact same thing from that branch after, after I'd cl- I climbed up it manually, not on the rope. Mm-hmm. But then I tried to do the jump off that branch that I normally could do when I was younger. And I mistimed the landing and I hit my tailbone hard on the ground. So it was, it was dark. Yeah. Just after sunset. So it was kind of a young, not that young, but just a foolish, foolish thing. Not realizing I was a little older now. Yeah. I get that. (laughs) And so those injuries provided a, a a big amount of obstacle to you wanting to feel motivated to exercise or just having that low grade fear that starting something might hurt and aggravate you. Yet you had the courage to start this program um, what prompted you to join specifically? That actually had, uh, started with a woman that I was dating for a little while. For about 10 months, I went out with a woman. She's a traditional native powwow dancer, and she was very fit. And um, I and she asked me to join her. I'm going to teach her how to dance. And I, I tried a little bit, but my knees would get sore. Um, and she kept insisting. I'd say, no, I'm just too old for that, right? Like I've been too rough in my body. I got to make sure I can walk. So I don't really want to do these extra things for no reason, right? I want to make sure I can still walk my car and go to work. I was very, at that point, very basic uh, maneuverability. I was keeping it to a limit, right? So I I didn't realize Mm -hmm. there were a lot of things I wasn't doing, stretching and stuff that would get rid of that stuff. But she kept on challenging me. And then one day I gave in and said, okay, I'll do one squat, one body weight squat to show you that I'm going to end up having to sit around for a while to recover from that. So I did that. And she goes, how's your knees? And they were, they were, it was good. And she said, I dare you to do nine more then. So I did. I did nine more. Very skeptical and thinking this was a bad idea. What ended up happening is I didn't have any immediate injuries from that, any injuries from that. Um <clears throat> Um, I was walking up the stairs the following morning and I could not believe how light I felt. I compared to how I'd been walking around for years by that point, I went up light as a feather. I was like, wow, that's only from 10 squats, body weight. So she got me interested in physical activity again. And shortly thereafter, nice. a few weeks thereafter, I ran into um, the 24 minute program on YouTube for free. And I was like, if I could do those 10 squats and I'm still doing okay, I'm going to try this out. So that's how that started. Nice. And as they say, the rest is history, although there's a lot of work that goes in from that point to where you are now. So you, you joined, you, you're trying out the 24 minute, you eventually joined the program. Can you walk me through what the beginning, like first 30 days experience was like for you? Like, what was it like in the early stage of writing a mission statement, working on the new exercises, the nutrition. Let's walk through that. Okay, early the phase, early phase was I was moving like a sloth through all these exercises, right? Um, because I was so afraid, especially of this shoulder, that I was going to re-injure it. Um, so I was using 10-pound weights um, mm. just to make sure. I just wanted to see that my mobility, my movement would tolerate that workout. Um, So it was very long workouts. Some of them were taking an hour and a half, an hour, 45 minutes. Um, But as I eased into it over that 30-day period, my pace picked up 
and my confidence picked up. And in the interval, I decided to follow the, I mean, during that time, I decided to do the meal prepping. It made sense to me, right? I've never been a meal prepper. I Prior to this program, I would buy frozen chicken burgers and french fries and throw them in the oven, come back in 20 minutes, and there's my dinner. Um, convenient, quick, yeah. but not very healthy. So I tried the prepping on a Sunday afternoon, everything I need for the week, and I couldn't believe how convenient that was. Go to the fridge, warm it up, and we got a really healthy supper. Yeah. Nice. So so that was a game changer. I mean, obviously, with the, how much weight you lose in a short amount of time, it was probably mostly the nutrition that you were dialing in. So you probably cut out a lot of garbage by doing a lot more planning off the front end. What were some of the go-to meals and stuff that you prepped that worked for you? What was like even what some even of your foods to you this day? Um, I'm consi- not consistently, but the majority of the time, I'm sticking with chicken breasts. Um, I'll do the frozen vegetables and I'll put them in the oven so that they um, caramelize. They have a little bit of sweetness to them. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. right on, um, but it's been working for me. And then I'll, on the side, I'll have some either some of uh, the healthy bread. We don't get Ezekiel down here. I can't remember what it is called. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's my main go-to. Um, I'll have hamburgers every once in a while. Um, but morning shakes, like clockwork every, you know, 99% of the time, that's what I go to is the morning shakes. It's simple. Don't have to think about it. Nice. Pretty, pretty good too. They're not bad. I didn't think so. <laughs> I, I agree with you. You know, um, I'm a big fan personally. So you gaining confidence in these first 30 days with your exercise and getting the nutrition going. Um, how is your how is your mindset changing during this time? What are some shifts that you're starting to notice internally? Well, I was um I was starting to trust this program. I guess that trust other people, right? Like to trust the doctor, because I've always been a person like I need to do this my way, I need to experiment, trial and error, I'll figure this out. But that wasn't working for me. I'll give you an example of that, right? Like um, a little bit off off your question here, but um, one year uh, just after my son was born, I took a road trip and I had been working out at that time, not really losing a ton of weight, but in eating like crap, but staying kind of strong. And on that road trip, I decided I'm going to need to stay in shape on this trip, right? So I stopped at a playground and I decided to do uh, like the Rocky Balboa stuff, right? I went and did some dips without thinking about the form. I used to be great at them in high school. Um, and it, that's where this injury began. Um, and that injury kept me out of the game like for a long time. For two years, I started seeing physiotherapists. Um, and started to acknowledge that I'm getting older and I don't know what I'm doing. My body keeps, you know, I'll pull a muscle here, pull a muscle there, and I'm out. And so the mindset shift that happened after that 30 days was I'm going to trust this program. I'm going to try it out. The first 30 days has been awesome. Let's see where it goes from here. Mm-hmm. And then some of this, you know, some of the stuff that I was reading and seeing online on YouTube channels, the videos, watching your videos. Um, it was reassuring. Yeah. And so you're building trust in this process, trust in the program, and I guess in some sense in me, and also trust in your body that you can handle this. And then I imagine yes. as you move into months two, three, four on the weight loss, you're starting to pick up some intensity a little bit. 
How does your fitness start to change as you go into some of the more advanced workouts? After the 24, uh, the 30 days. Yeah. That's what I was also very impressed with. Right? I started off, I wouldn't even want anybody to see how much weight I was lifting. I was embarrassed, right? I was using 10-pound dumbbells and swinging with both of them. And 20, you know, it seemed really weak. But at the same time, I was like, at least I'm doing this. By the end of that uh, period, my weights had increased, or the e the speed had increased. My time had gone down from an hour, I think 47 minutes was the longest, down to under an hour. So in that first 30 days, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And I got excited. I was like, if I can do that. I, and I was also curious, what, what else do you have, right? If this free 30-day program has done this, potentially I could do more so. I went for it. Nice. I'm glad that you did. And now at this point, you've kind of transitioned into focusing more on muscle building on old school muscle once you reached your low weight. So you got down to the 160s. Is that true? And then you kind of built back up to some more strength and muscle now? Yes, correct. Yeah. So tell me about um, tell me about the process of like making that turn and that shift. Because I think a lot of guys are interested in this. A lot of guys in the brotherhood are thinking, I want to get really lean, but I also want to get more muscular. So you got to a low weight and then you decide you want to turn things around. What was it like transitioning to muscle building? What changed with your workouts and your nutrition? And also maybe just speak about how, what old school muscle was like. I actually enjoyed the shift because it wasn't as cardio intensive, right? I wasn't out of breath and sweating like crazy. Um, I was still pushing hard, but the, um, the fact that it's a little bit slower. I could slow everything down, right? I didn't need to, like I said, I started off like sloth speed, right? Even with the cardio stuff. And that was tiring anyways. And then moving into old school muscle, um, I could take my time on the movements and I deliberately still do that, right? I'm, uh, I, I take my time. It's given, it's given me a really uh, strong focus on my body in general now. Like even when I'm out and about doing my job out in the community, talking to people, I'm a lot more present because of the exercising and the discipline that's gone into learning, especially old school muscle, because it, it can get dangerous with the heavier weights and stuff like that. So I'm definitely a lot more mind my business, right? Pay attention. Yeah, that's awesome. Has your strength improved quite a bit using old school muscle? It has. It has. And I'm right now I'm in the, the final phase of old school muscle. Mm -hmm. And compared to day one, it's there's I, I'm very strong and I I expect that I'll continue. I haven't plateaued yet. I'm still in, uh, increasing in increments. So I am thinking I'll eventually plateau. But if even if plateaued today, I'm happy with this. If I maintain this level of strength and fitness, I'll be happy. Uh, That's awesome. You look great. Your shoulders look broad. Arms look strong. Like I can see you putting in the work. I mean, it's one of those things that you can't fake it and you're wearing it right yeah. now. It's really cool to see. Yeah. Nice. Well, what's it been like for your son, Theo, to watch you go through everything? You know, like, um, has he, has he been able to see your journey and relate to it in some way? Um, he's curious about it. He'll come and watch me sometimes. And on a couple occasions, he's picked up like really tiny, some of my old physiotherapy weights, like two pounders and starts curling them super bad form. And I'm like, Theo, be, be careful. Like, uh, like 
and I'll give him a little tip. So he's curious about it. He's so proud of me, though. He's so proud of me. He goes, Dad, you're super strong. He goes, you got a six-pack. And he says stuff like, you're buff. I don't even know where he's seven-year-olds. I guess they know this stuff, right? <laughs> Probably on YouTube. I don't know if he's watching YouTube, but um, yeah, yeah, they just they find stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and before the program, there was one time when I was in the kitchen, he just, you know, children, they say what they, they think without much thought. Uh, uh, he says, Dad, you're fat. Right. I was like, whoa, easy. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, yeah. So it helps, right? To hear the truth sometimes. It does. Yeah. Especially from, you know, your beautiful kid, right? I mean, that's uh that's the that's the voice you're gonna be listening to. And now he's saying something very different. That's really awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Love it. So what um what's some advice that you like to live by? And this could be advice as it relates to the program or just advice that you would share either to your son or in the community, some words of wisdom that you, you believe guide you. Two of my favorite quotes that I that come to mind almost daily for years now. Um, one of them is never be in a rush and you can define rush any way you like literally speeding around or on an adrenaline rush, thinking too fast, just never be in a rush. And that has served me well for a long time. Um, the other one that I like that's more to do with a lot of different situations as well is like there are only two kinds of business, my business and none of my business. So I try to stay focused on my business, right? I get curious about things that don't concern me. I love that. Yeah. And ultimately, I, I think that probably leads to a more peaceful, centered, present life without all this like... Uh, anxiety and busyness and, um, and meddling that defines a lot of our culture. I can speak at least in the United States. I don't know if it's similar in Canada, but like our Western culture is kind of the antithesis of many of those things you just said. And, uh, we could definitely learn to embody those values more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. All right. So last, last couple of questions I have for you, what were some of the biggest aha moments that you had when you're reading through the program material could be through fit father 30 X could be through old school muscle could be anything like, um, what's some of the big aha moments that you've had where you're like, Whoa, this makes total sense. Meal planning was one you mentioned that was seemed pretty big for you. Was there any other ones that came to mind? Um, the biggest one is I used to think it doesn't matter what you eat as long as you're super active. And I used to be very active and I would eat whatever I want. McDonald's, Harvey's, any kind of fast food without thinking about it. And for years, I could get away with that, right? But I didn't realize that that stuff was actually damaging inside uh, my yeah. body, even if physically as a younger man, it didn't appear to be. Um, so that was a big wake-up call. I was like, wow, if I keep on going in that trajectory, um, that leads to a lot of health issues. So that was a that was a really good aha moment going, okay, I'm going to take that part seriously. Mm-hmm. Nice. I got it. And how and, and I want to ask you too, in this moment, how does your body feel in terms of pain, whether it's knees, shoulders? What's your pain level been like throughout this experience and right now too? There have been periods where I've uh, needed to see physiotherapists and mostly around the shoulder. Um, and 
That that's actually been other aha moments, right? Even talking with Ben Sterling um, in email about some of these things. I didn't realize how important stretching was. That was another big aha moment. Like when I was in high school, I never had to stretch. When I was in my twenties, I didn't stretch for anything. I would just go do things and really didn't have at that, at that point yet have a lot of injuries. Um, but the physiotherapist has basically taught me yoga. It's a lot of it is so similar, right? I watched your yoga video recently and going, like, geez, I'm doing a lot of these movements already to uh, the back injury and everything's connected to everything. My back injury led to tight knees and well, my yeah. knee pain wasn't actually knee pain. It was tight muscles down my thigh, yeah. LT, IT band. I um, mean, as yeah. soon as I started stretching the glutes and the other parts of the physiotherapist, I had no more knee pain. I can run on the treadmill now. I do my uh, hip workouts on there and I, that I loved running as a, as a youth. So I'm back to doing that. It's amazing. Congratulations. Uh, talk about, talk about going into 50, being able uh, to like let loose and run on a treadmill yeah. with that kind of motion. Just thinking back to like, I, I imagine not to know exactly what your mind was like, but maybe 10 years prior being in pain and like being afraid of moving, like how different of a state you're in right now is pr pretty profound. It's, it is so profound. It's, it's like 180 degrees, different person, different body almost the same person, different body, definitely. Or same. Gordon, I got to say, I'm just so happy for you. I'm like deeply happy for you. Thank you. You put in the work, but like, just that you get to enjoy this back part of your life and, you know, continue to work your body. And it's not to say that you're not going to continue to need to work around challenges and be super vigilant. That's obviously very much drilled into you, but what a platform that you've created for yourself. <laughs> You're, you impress me. Absolutely. And I couldn't have done it without you and the Facebook group as well, right? So many mornings I'll go scrolling through my emails and then I'll check Facebook out for a minute and I'll fit father will be on there. Somebody will say something that reminds me that they're doing it too, or they, you know, their successes, their struggles. So that's very helpful. That's a good part of this program as well. Nice. So I have two final questions for you. One is, what does it mean to you now to be a fit father? It means not only like physical health, but all the benefits that have come from that for my son. Um, I've got the energy to play with him. I've got more emotional energy to be there for him, to listen to him when he's, he wants to talk about something or something's bothering him. Um, so it's more than just being like he's all impressed with six pack, but it's there's so many other things that have come from that as far as mental health, discipline, balance, um, realizing like it's actually fun to learn new things. I used to dread doing new exercises, right? It's like I don't want to learn that move. I got to do the move, but now it's given me an appreciation for it. It's like I get to adjust a little bit and do something a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, it's almost like when I hear that, it's like the mindset of our youth is growth mindset where we're open and we're da we're excited to learn. And we can, seems like many of us through life experience become hardened, closed off. And now it's like you've recalibrated your body, gotten it healthy. And now your mind is excited and more open, at least in this physical dimension of exploration, which I'm sure translates to more excitement and energy in your life which I'm sure translates into all these other things. Like you said, the body's completely interconnected. And I think our feelings 
are as well in that respect. So that was beautiful. Thank you. And um, my last question is for guys who are starting out and maybe they have had some challenges like you have physically aches and pains, you know, lifestyle stuff. What would you suggest? Any words of advice for guys who are starting this journey? Don't give up. Don't give up. There's always a way around whatever the thing is, whatever the injury is, whatever the ache or pain is, there's always ways to move. There's always ways to stay active no matter what. And I'm, you know, that's my advice to myself. I'll actually write that in my book at the end of every workout. Don't give up, never give up. You can do this, right? Really simple, repetitive things. Um, It works, right? So. Gordon, this was awesome. I got to say, I appreciate sharing the time. Like your message touched my heart today. And it's so cool for me to be able to receive inspiration from you and everything you've done with this program. I'll say I'm very proud of you. It's a pleasure to be able to know you, to have you in our brotherhood, to know that I have a brother up there in Canada, slinging some weights, getting strong, being a good example for his family. Like you're a definition of a fit father in my book, my friend. I appreciate you coming on. Right on. And thank you very much for having a program that works and being and on and sharing your story. Your story had a lot to do with it as well. Like how this evolved for you. So the honesty, the openness. Thanks Gordon. I appreciate that. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the fit father project podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.